Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, friends, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. I'm Alicia, and Stacy here. This has been a big week for a Trashy Divorces alum that maybe you followed a little too closely for a long time now. It really has been. You know, we've been making this show for more than four years now, so the news cycle often includes previous profilees in one capacity or another. New marriages, new divorces. Similarly to our Where Are They Now episode earlier this summer about Rupert Murdoch, I've been saying for a long, long, long time. Long time now. That if Rudy Giuliani ever finally gets indicted, we're going to do a catch-up episode on his further misadventures. And Alicia, guess what happened this week? So it is a real full circle moment Mm -hmm. for the show. We are going to be playing part of an episode that was legit, our season one, episode one, our very first episode we ever did on Trashy Divorces in January 2019, with an update from you. But before we begin all that and get caught up with indicted Rudy Barbie. (laughs) Let's take a quick peek into our magic mirror to give some thanks and praises to our newest supporters over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. Thank you so much for joining us, Courtney F., Amy H., Lauren S., Michelle L., and Kim F. Holy cats, Kim F., thanks for hosting your favorite trashy podcast host the other night. We had the very best time. We really did. I have another big special, special wish Happy 19th birthday, Hannah. We are so glad that you and your mama listened to the show together. We are sending you the very best for a great birthday. Absolutely. And an incredible year to come. Stacy, we're going to start this out with you catching us up with the newly indicted guy. If we're going to do that, what do we have to do? I think we have to go, go, go. Oh, Stacy! it has been a huge news week for some trashy divorce alums. Britney Spears, finally liberated from her conservancy, appears to be about to be liberated from her marriage to new husband, Sam Ashgari, just like after a year. Yeah, it's like a good news, bad news thing, right? He filed for divorce this week. We're going to catch up on that along with Natalie Portman's news mm-hmm. in Dumpster Dive on Patreon this Monday. And honestly, we always want the best for Brittany, but to be fair, there are some other trashy alums that perhaps we don't want as many good things for. This is true. If you're a longtime listener, you may recall that my first ever Trashy Divorces story way, way back at the end of 2018 was Rudy Giuliani's absolutely contemptible treatment of his many wives. I really remember the married your cousin part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so much to love, really. <laughs> At the time, he was involved in a long-running divorce from his third wife, Judith Nathan, after having begun an affair with a married hospital administrator named Maria Ryan. 
Well, I have great news for the happy couple. They're still together. Mazel. They even have a podcast together, like you do. No. Which I'm sure isn't at all a clown car of conspiracy theories and grievance. And while the big news for Rudy this week is that he was indicted on 13 counts in the sprawling, operatic, and frankly, very controversial Fulton County, Georgia indictment of 19 people who conspired to steal the 2020 election, allegedly... The truth is that Rudy is mired in so many legal complications at this point in his life, the man is 79 years old, that there's a real risk that he'll finish out his days bankrupt, just in endless permanent litigation, or if DA Fonnie Willis is able to move her case to trial here in Atlanta, in prison. Neither one sounds really awesome. Yeah, none of those options seem great. Back at the end of 2018, we understood that Rudy was a clown and, as we repeatedly said in the episode, a scumbag. But I don't think we understood what a villain he really is. Let's get into the myriad legal situations that Rudy has gotten himself into since that episode first aired. And then we're going back to his origin story and this podcast's origin story with our original tale of Rudy Giuliani's trashy divorces. Bit of a content note for all of my dear trashy hearts out there. (laughs) Again, first episode, we Mm. were, you could say, much, much saltier. We were a salty podcast. In the early days. High sodium. We had had a lot of feelings and perhaps used language Mm. then that we tend to shy away from now. For instance, we did not use the term making love. That's interesting. What what did we use? We used a different Was word. Was it a different word? So if strong language is not your forte, or you perhaps have younger ears around, use your judgment on what's appropriate for you and for them, because this one, <laughs> on the rocks with salt. Yes, we have been civilized a bit by listener feedback over the years, and we appreciate you for all of it. Okay, Stacy, where to begin where, with catching up with Rudy? Where even to begin? So first we have, of the four main lawsuits, first we have Dominion Voting Systems, which recently bested Rupert Murdoch, which is why we re-aired his episode, for essentially the same conduct as well. So Dominion has a $1.3 billion defamation suit against Rudy Giuliani in play. $1.3 billion. That's a, that's a lot of... Smackaroonies. Yeah, apparently there were some online bad actors who recently were pushing an idea that Dominion had lost this case, but Reuters, the AP, and USA Today at least all looked into this, and the case is very much alive and well. Lawsuit number two Smartmatic, another voting technology company, is suing Fox News for $2.7 billion for defamation, with Rudy named as a co defendant. He has most recently been trying to avoid participating in discovery in the case and has until August 30 to comply or be hit with the legal costs of Smartmatic pursuing the matter. Yikes. Something that will likely run into the tens of thousands of dollars, perhaps more. He's claiming to be too broke to pay for a document search, so those sanctions would be pretty uncomfortable should they land because they're going to be a lot more than the price of a document search. What I'm hearing you say is Rudy perhaps is in trouble. Rudy perhaps is in trouble. Lawsuit number three. Hey, speaking of paying your opponent's legal fees, 
In July, Rudy was forced to cough up $89,000 to reimburse Atlanta poll workers Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss in their pursuit of discovery in their defamation case. Are we sensing a pattern here? Perhaps. It seems like... Lots of trouble. Seems like Rudy's in trouble, which uh, he was also avoiding discovery in that case. Rudy slandered these two women who are a mother and daughter in decidedly racist terms. He compared them to drug dealers when he came down to Georgia to lie to a panel of state legislators about the fraud that he knew had not happened. This was in an effort to get the legislature to throw out, among almost two and a half million others, my lawful vote and Alicia's lawful vote, and I'm never not going to be mad about it. Same. He also slandered these poor, once-anonymous elections workers on podcasts and on the One America News Network, let's use that word news loosely here, which had already settled with Moss and Freeman in a companion defamation lawsuit against it. This episode is particularly gross because Rudy absolutely did not care that his words and a doctored video that his people had put together of these women working had the potential to get them killed and definitely got them harassed and threatened, including weirdly by a former Kanye West associate who is also now indicted here in Fulton County. Ruby Freeman was advised by the FBI to flee her home Because of the threats, there were people arriving in her yard and stuff. It was, she could not go home for months. Rudy, by the way, has acknowledged in legal filings that he lied about the women and defamed them. So I guess he owes a pretty big apology to every Yahoo that his words incited, not to mention to the women victimized by his appalling lies. And I'm sure that that's forthcoming. I'm sure. Gotta be. I mean, just hold your breath and it'll, no, you'll Suffocate, so don't do that. Fourth lawsuit. Rudy. Last one, best one? No. (laughs) But certainly the most salacious one. And probably the one that Maria Ryan is likely the most angry about of all of these. Uh Uh-oh. A former employee of Rudy's, a woman named Noelle Dunphy, is suing Rudy for $10 million for, quote, sexual assault and harassment, wage theft, and other misconduct. Rudy hired Noelle Dunphy in January of 2019, and see, this could likely all have been avoided if only she had listened to our first episode. (laughs) And her 70-page complaint alleges, quote, he made clear that satisfying his sexual demands, which came virtually anytime, anywhere, was an absolute requirement of her employment and of his legal representation. That shouldn't be part of the job description. It also claims that he required, quote, that she work naked... (gasps) In a bikini or in short shorts with an American flag on them that he had bought for her. Good Lord. It gets quite a lot worse. She claims numerous types of coercive sexual contact and alleges that during one encounter, Rudy told her, I think of you as my daughter. Is that weird? Yes. Don't say no. Yes, Rudy. (sighs) Yes, it is weird. This all happened because Rudy had offered her a million dollar a year salary which she says she was never actually paid, but apparently that's how he kind of kept her on the hook for the period of her employment. And while an explosive suit like this could be written off as a disgruntled employee making wild claims about a powerful boss to try to get money from him, what makes this one different is that Dunphy apparently has a trove of recorded audio from her time in Rudy's employ. As she tells it, Rudy wanted her to record all their interactions, 
so that she could write a glowing biography of him or something. And she says that he would often press record on her phone himself. This is not like secret recordings. This was... I just, this is really, truly remarkable that mm-hmm. you're the one who pressed recording on the, on, on the tapes that mm-hmm. are going to, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what, get you in more trouble? I don't think we've heard any of this alleged audio yet, but Dunphy's legal team has begun filing transcripts of it into the court record. So we get filings that include stuff like this. <laughs> oh, no. Giuliani, these breasts belong to me. Nobody else can get near these, okay? I don't care if they're flirting or they give you business cards. These are mine. You got it? Dunphy, yes. Giuliani, understand? I'm very effing possessive. I've gone easy on you. Dunphy, I don't know. Giuliani, I've been easy on you. Dunphy, you've been pretty tough on me. Giuliani, I've been easy on you. Give them to me. No, this is, okay, not the way that work should go. Oh, no. That's just a J-O-B. You get paid, A number one. You go in, you work your hours, you get paid. There should not be any of this happening within the workplace. Yeah. Interestingly, especially for Maria Ryan probably, is that Rudy's initial response was a flat, unequivocal denial of all allegations. That was back in May. Oh, sure. Now, in the fullness of time, here in August, one of his associates instead casts this as a consensual relationship and says that Dunphy has a history of making harassment claims for money. I don't know the truth of that. If the audio that she claims to have exists, and I assure you if it doesn't, she and her lawyers are all going to be nuked from space by any number of judges. Oh, yeah. This looks like a legacy-defining case for Rudy. But taken together, this collection of four cases reveals the man to be a brazen, breathtaking liar who constantly acts without regard for the damage that he causes to innocent people, innocent parties, and the body politic itself, while also being an abusive, predatory sleaze in his private dealings. It's like we had the scoop on this so many years ago. We called him America's mayor of infidelity back in 2018. In 2023, he's an indicted conspirator in a plot to steal an American presidential election with civil defamation suits and an allegedly abused employee threatening to leave him destitute in his well-earned disgrace. We knew he was a clown and a bad actor back then. What we've learned since, though, is so much darker. And with that, here is our original Rudy Giuliani story, The Trashy Divorce's premiere, with bad language and probably a few audio quirks to boot. We hope you enjoy. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. 
Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you call it when the person just does the same thing over and over in the same perpetual bad idea decision loop? I have no idea. You call it the first episode of Trashy Divorces. Oops, I did it again. This is my friend Stacy. This is my friend Alicia, and welcome to Trashy Divorces. You ready to do this? Ready to go. Do it. So, Stacy, yeah, you've got a pretty stinky uh, garbage can over there, just waiting to go. Who are you I, telling me about today? I, You're dancing in your do, chair. Uh, this guy is one of my very favorite trashy divorces. I won't lie. This week, Alicia, I'm bringing you the story of a three-time divorcee. Ooh, okay. Although he's in the midst of his third, he's a serial adulterer. Yikes. He's a failed presidential candidate. Ooh, he's a current presidential spokesbuffoon <gasps> and. To top it all off, oh no, he is America's mayor of infidelity. I know, and his name is Rudy oh, Giuliani. What a god, oh, trash yeah. can! Oh yeah, he is just a piece of human garbage. So, like, I know about his trash canniness later sure. in life. Oh, it started early and then though. He's like Mr. Page Six. Yes, he so, is. So tell me, start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Okay. Partly he's Mr. Page Six. It's his own doing. He loves the media. Uh in any case, so in nineteen sixty eight, Rudy Giuliani graduates law school okay. and decides that his next step in life is to get married. And he apparently grabs well, that's what you do. Many people do. I mean sixty eight though is a pretty turbulent like sixty eight's a pretty big revolution happening i'm surprised that's the year you pick to get married but well, if you're him whatever go ahead i mean catholic guy like i don't know it's time probably, to yeah. do what you do so he grabs the nearest lady he can find who turns out to be a second cousin what oh yeah he marries no. his second cousin no no <laughs> you don't marry your he says they didn't realize <laughs> oopsie okay um, th- I may have a little bit of a gold star on this. I am from Alabama. I know who all of my second cousins are. 
Okay. Well. I, that's just it. You know who you're. Funny story. Where to. How do you decide where to sit at the wedding? Bride or groom side? It was the 60s. You could sit anywhere. Jesus. All right. So, yeah. So he marries his second cousin by 75. I mean, I guess it makes deciding which family you go to for holidays easier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. That's the truth. So by 75, they've separated. They're living in different states, I think. Okay. Um, So seven years. Seven years for the first try. Sure. No kids. In 1980, he meets his future wife, um, a Miami TV personality named Donna Hanover. What relation is she? Soon to be his wife. As far as we know, that's the only only tie. (laughs) Do the Giulianis have any cousins in Miami? I mean, I'm just um, saying. So having met someone that he's very into, Mm -hmm. he gets around to initiating divorce proceedings from his second cousin. I mean, first wife. Who's just languishing? Who's just sitting around waiting to be divorced? I'm sure she's okay. living her own life. I don't, I have no idea. I hope so. Um, she is sadly a bit player in this story. Uh, she probably deserves better. Anyway, the divorce, though, which is concluded in 1982, is not the final element in that split up because Rudy Giuliani, as oh, mentioned, no. is Catholic. Sure. And so oh, he wanted see where this is going. an annulment. Yep. And so he goes to the Catholic Church and says, hey, by the way, she's my second cousin. Doesn't count. The priest who sort of ushers this process through for him. This is hauntingly foreshadowing. Continue. Go ahead. The priest who ushers this process through had not always been a priest. Oh. For instance, before becoming a priest, he had been the best man at the wedding in question. So... And then ushers through the annulment? Yes. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Got you, dog. God means a lot. It (laughs) means a lot to you. Yeah. So the annulment goes through. It's it's as scummy as it sounds. In 1984, he and Donna finally marry because he's single. And again in the church because he's had an annulment. I'm sure. Probably so, yeah. So... He then takes a job as U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, and they move there and have two kids, Andrew and Caroline. And he gets really, like, he makes a big name for himself because he, like, Rudy Giuliani. Southern District of New York is pretty hot. I mean, it's it's prevalent then, prevalent now. It's a big. Finance crimes, all kinds. Yes. Rudy Giuliani invented the technique known as the perp walk, where you have all of the tabloid press show up when you know that the person you're arresting is going to turn himself in. Isn't it ironic? Isn't it, though? Don't you think? Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay, so he... I can't wait, wait, wait for that to come he, back around on the yeah, guitar. Yeah, this guy has, like, Shit. every reporter in New York on speed dial because he is just a publicity Meteorat. hound. Okay. So in 1993, he runs for mayor of New York, and it's I'm actually sure his... Does second time he had a very narrow defeat four years before. so he's been married at this point nine years two kids yeah. looks pretty stable yes. the cousin is off hopefully living a happy life um, <laughs> without hopes. having to be obligated to family events right and okay so 93 runs for mayor yeah 93 uh runs for mayor poor donna hanover like I cuts know. these ads for the campaign like one starts with integrity 
that's the word I think of when I think of Rudy or something like that. We'll put is it on. Is she used to, like, what did she do in Miami? She she's, used a, to... she's a TV okay, reporter. Okay, so she, this is, this is, yeah. A natural thing for her to do. It is. She is like a secret weapon. But it's weapon. just creepy. It's creepy in hindsight because, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll put, we'll put the ad, uh, on our website, trashydivorces.com. So he's elected and, and becomes mayor in 1994. Okay. Literally, by 1995, the New York tabloid press, which is an amazing tabloid press, is like, oh, yeah, he's fucking his communications director. What? Yeah, this, like, younger woman named Christine Latigano. It is all over the, like, people directly, reporters directly ask them if they are sleeping together, and they're like, no, no, no. Giuliani's like, we're really good friends, good colleagues, that's it. There is a report that on a trip to Jerusalem, which Uh, he for some reason took her along on. So go to the Holy Land and bring your mistress. Yeah, well, she was seen exiting his hotel room at 2.30 in the morning. Nope. Nope. Um, That's a good friend. And her office was in the basement, and apparently there's like a tunnel that connects her office to his office or some weird thing. Again, foreshadowing. It's pretty terrible. Yikes. Um, so there was like this one time when uh, Rudy said he was going to go, told his wife he was going to go see their son somewhere. Sure. Never showed up where the son was. So Hanover goes to City Hall and is like, hey, I need to see my husband. And the aide's like, oh, he's in a private meeting in the basement. basement. And she tries to go down and the aide blocks her, physically blocks her. Is Donna a little suspicious at this point? A lot. Okay. So, yeah. So, Rudy and Latigano, like, they deny that there's an affair happening, but she totally, like, she believes it. By 96, she is no longer appearing in public with him at all. Okay. That's just probably and, and wise. She's, and she's reverted to using her maiden name. She gets some acting roles. Like, she's still, she's got her own life. and Sure. And it's all good. Um, but he's mayor. He's mayor. She's the first lady of the city of New York. And so she's probably not going to rock the boat. That seems to, yeah. That Just seems let to, me ride it out and get yeah. through this and yeah. we'll take care of it on the flip end of whatever you're going to do. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward to 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine Latigano uh, has a new job. She uh, took a leave of absence to go care for her sick mother. Okay. Never came back to work. Married a golf pro in South oh, Carolina, got sure. uh, got a new hyphenated last name. And anyway, when she did return to the city with her husband, Rudy got her a job in the tourism board. So oh, I really like this story. Mistress does better. Yeah. Realizes I can, you know what? I'm uh, not staying around for you. I yeah. can do better. That's that's a benefit. Sure. And uh, yeah. And so she's out of the picture. But Rudy is out one night at a cigar bar. Oh, no. Runs into a pharmaceutical Didn't salesperson. Didn't teach us anything. Apparently It's not. always a cigar bar. Or a cigar. Um, in any case, so Rudy meets <sighs> no, a no, no, no. pharmaceutical salesperson named Judith Nathan at the cigar bar. Ain't no party like a farmer girl party. And they immediately start seeing each other. Because the farmer girl party don't stop. How I, old is he? In the 90s? I don't know. He's 74 now. Jesus. So All right. You can do that math. So, <laughs> I, oh. Okay, so Rudy 
for obvious reasons, does not want the press and his wife and his kids to know that he's having an affair with uh, this rando. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. So uh, <laughs> he is like pulling some seriously shady shit. Like he gets the NYPD to chauffeur her around for security purposes, but he like pulls money from like obscure city agencies to pay for this. And you've got to imagine like if you're the cop tasked with ferrying the mayor's mistress around time out <laughs> how is that more incognito when the mayoral detail shows up at piggly wiggly with the mistress uh-huh. instead of just rocking out a scarf and overcoat and taking care of your yeah i wine assume, and hummus needs i assume it's like an understated vehicle like i, I assume it's not I don't know. Anyway, have have I mentioned page six on the case? Rudy Giuliani is an uh, idiot. He's a special kind of scumbag. Um, Special kind of idiot. In May of the year of our Lord 2000. Okay. Rudy Giuliani, who is in the early stages of a U.S. Senate run. Oh, no. Calls a press conference. Sure. Probably going to talk about his plans for you would all think, this policy. Oh, yeah. How he's going to take on Hillary Clinton, who ended up being senator. That is not what happens. Uh, what happens? He discusses the fact that he has recently revealed that he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. A week earlier, the New York Post had published pictures of him dining with Judith Nathan. So... Anyway, at this presser, Dude Bro tells everybody that he's separating from his wife, Donna Hanover. And it is the very first that Donna Hanover hears of this. No. Yes. <sighs> he says that going forward, he will be relying very heavily on his very good friend, Judith Nathan. Hanover responds, oh, what? I see your finger in the air. You say she's just a friend. You got... No, this is bad. He says so this a lot. Wait a minute. What's Donna Hanover doing? She's just chilling out at Gracie Mansion? She's at Gracie Mansion. She basically comes out on the lawn to talk to reporters who have like headed over there to get her response. And she... Just got out of a bubble bath. Like, this is, what yeah. the hell? She <laughs> explains that it's been very hard to be married to a dude who's been boning his staffer. So she's cross dresses. She's not even like, she's not even blaming Judith Nathan for breaking up the marriage. She's blaming the last girlfriend (gasps) for breaking up the marriage. Judith Nathan is just like, whatever. What a mess. So yeah, this guy, super, super scumbag. I don't know how page six didn't cover a murder after that. Yeah, explosive, right? So this, okay, this kicks off like maybe the wildest divorce in New York City history because Donna Hanover goes to court and is like, hey, Rudy keeps wanting to bring his girlfriend to the official residence where I live with our young children. No. And I don't think that that should happen. And the judge is like, you know, I don't think that should happen either. So Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York, moves out of Gracie Mansion and leaves his family there. Where they reside until his term ends. What a scuzzbag. Oh, so scuzzbag. Anyway, uh, he ultimately pays her $6.8 million and she gets full custody of the kids. That's a lot of 2000 money. 
it's a lot. Good. It's a lot of yeah. yes, um, a lot of two thousand money. So he and Judith Nathan marry in two thousand and three, and all's well that ends well. Third time's a charm. No, oh. because Rudy Giuliani is a scumbag. Mm. In April of 2018, earlier this year, Judith Wait, Nathan. Wait, it is 2018. I know. Is this year? Earlier this year. I mean, it's 1940, but it's it is 2018. So this is current. Yes. Jesus. Okay, go ahead. Judith Nathan files for divorce. No. Rudy. Oh, let me guess. Has a very good friend. He has a very good friend. <laughs> that does not come out. Oh, and it's so. They are such good friends. Okay. So Rudy, because he just cannot help himself, speed dials all his buddies at the tabloid. So page six has him quoted saying, in these divorce situations, you cannot place blame. It is 50-50. There are problems on both sides. (gasps) That's not really true. Heavy foreshadowing. I wonder where uh, our administration got that line. Do you think this was the... Initial spark of both sides? No, because that happened the year before. Okay. Okay, so in June, the Post figures out what the 50-50 problem is, and it's that Rudy's been fucking someone else. (laughs) So it turns out that a New Hampshire hospital administrator named Maria Rosa Ryan is his new girlfriend. A few small problems. Oh, no. Maria Rosa Ryan is herself married to a retired U.S. Marine. Um, self-serving Rudy, in his denial of the affair, Oops, says, I did it again. She's a friend of mine. So is her husband, Bob. <sighs> Talk about a cuckold. God damn. Like, what a. Hey, you see that bus over there? I'm going to throw you under it. Oh, so gross. Um, He was also careful to stress that he and Judith Nathan were, in effect, separated at the time that the affair affair he denies having was happening. It's fake news. Yeah. So, (laughs) basically, um, the tabloid sort of tracked. Rudy goes to New Hampshire to tour this, uh, this woman's hospital. Because I bet she's got brings great a, policy. Brings the TV crew with him because <laughs> he cannot help himself. Um, after and televises the affair visit. Yes. What an idiot. He's just. He's just a. He's scumbag. a garbage can. Yeah. Um. So after that little tour, looking at the hospital's like cybersecurity procedures, because he's got a fake consultancy or something, they head off to a resort in Whitefield, New Hampshire where the staff was appalled at this very old man and his <gasps> slightly younger mistress. One server said, we were all surprised because he is really getting on in years and she was quite a bit younger than him. We were all like, hmm. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> hmm. He also took Maria with him on a trip to Israel. Having stayed... And traveled for my career and having stayed in a lot of hotels, you do not want to be that well-known by the hotel staff. Hmm. You want to be known by the hotel bartender and keep it incognito. I mean, I guess he's a famous guy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, in Please any case, continue. I'm so sorry. So he also took Maria with him on a trip to Israel to tour a medical facility there. 
This guy loves going to the Holy Land to flaunt his mistresses. Re- really into it, yeah. Uh, in a press release about the visit, the hospital described her as Giuliani's partner, which is a very civil way. It wasn't to good say friend. Mistress, his very good, good friend. friend. Um, they've also they've attended some sort of like Iranian dissident policy meeting in Paris. They went golfing at Trump's golf course in Scotland together. She's getting a lot of air miles. She's sky married. Miles. Does a husband come too? I mean, Bob's a very good friend. So. What a mess. In any case, uh, Judith Nathan had a very brief and very terse comment uh, about oh, Giuliani's tell me, tell me, tell me. denial of the affair. She said, My husband's denial of the affair with the married Mrs. Ryan is as false as his claim that we were separated when he took up with her. Oh. So she's been kind of living la vida loca since, uh, you know, April. And she had a sort of lengthy interview with New York Magazine in August where (laughs) just on top of the all the other shit she said suggesting that, like, Rudy's become an alcoholic and she doesn't recognize him anymore and all that. She also explained that the people in Rudy world who are kind of smearing her now because she's divorcing him sure. are the same people who did that to Christine Latigano. Like, just fucking blows it all up. Like, in any case, Rudy and Judith are fighting over a $30 million fortune. Poli- He's upped his fortune. Politics pays good, he? Uh, including properties in several states. Okay, this is not the topic of this particular podcast. Sure. But I would like to post it notes somewhere that I am really curious as to how our politicians being public servants amass this kind of fortune. Yeah. We don't have to go into the road today, but I just want to post that, put a pin in that, because this season we're covering... Some people who dabble in and out of politics, and yeah. there's just inordinate amounts, $30 million, what? Hey, he's got a fake consultancy. Fucking mayor. A fake consultancy. He does. <laughs> he was Trump's cybersecurity guy. <laughs> Before he was Trump's fake lawyer guy. What a mess. What a mess. $30 million. I hope she gets every freaking penny. Because she had a career on her own before she came into this, right? Like, she should get a penny. No, she totally should. On the other hand, I mean, he was married when she started fucking him. (laughs) Like, it's tough to figure out who to have sympathy for here. But but it's not Rudy Giuliani, and it's really not Judith Nathan. Donna Hanover Hanover. is who I have sympathy here for. That's it. In summary... The next time you see America's mayor of infidelity lying to you on television, do not feel like you are special. He lies. It is just what Rudy does. does. He is a... Wow. Um, Do you want to... Jesus, he is a trash can. He is a trash can. We should should maybe rate our trashy divorces. How many trash cans does he get? Sure. Uh, What's the scale? uh, Out of five? Sure. uh, I guess I'd give him a... Three, since for the most part, these have been like age appropriate mistresses. What about the hotel with the hmm? Well, how young was that one? She's in her 40s or 50s. Like, she's not a 20 year old. 
Well, he's probably got a lot of drugs left over from the pharma girl. <laughs> you mean his wife? <laughs> All right, three three trash cans. I'd go with three. I mean, I could be on board with three trash cans. Yeah, let's start. Not let's aware. Start in the middle. Not aware of any like kitty porn or any of that. But he's a trashy motherfucker. Like, oh, but just wait, because that's coming this season too. Oh, Whoa, what a blast from the past. From the past. Stacy, would you reevaluate trash cans on that if oh, yeah. you could have a chance? That five-point scale, we dropped that pretty fast. Yeah, that um, didn't last for long. You know, 2.7 billion trash cans. I, I don't know. Like, what is what is the price of American democracy? That many trash cans. What? What a scumbag. The more things change, hmm. the more they stay the same. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to that updated trashy divorces redo letting us pull an older one out of the vault and giving y'all an update with it those are always fun happy indictment week to all who celebrates we can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in and being along this ride with us for holy cats oh wow 19 seasons four and a half years amazing amazing every one of you for your kind emails for telling your friends for your ratings and reviews and your support on patreon you have made this journey for us incredible we can't tell you how grateful we are for you and this trashy divorces community absolutely if you need more of us before we are back with you on wednesday feel free to check us out at patreon.com trashy divorces or for completely free you can check us out on our other podcasts trashy royals i think you'll understand the format and uh, you have a podcast called Done and Done. I do. We're wrapping up with the Romanovs on Trashy Royals this week on Done and Done. We're going to Palm Beach with a little true crime bent about the murder of Lita Sullivan, mm. contracted by her husband, James Sullivan. This was a scandal that rocked. I bet. Palm Beach and Atlanta. It was hmm. big news. Always something going on over here. Absolutely. Again, friends, we can't tell you how grateful we are for you. I'm coming back on Wednesday with another ripped from the current headlines mm -hmm. story. Get ready for that one. And I think until we meet again, y'all. Keep your hands clean, friends. Like, for real, for real, hands clean, because prosecutors exist. Keep those hearts trashy. Y'all have a tremendous week. Big love. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. 
I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there, and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.